I want to know what it's like. And the chances are real good tonight because I know the creator of it. I know the author of it. I know him by his name. I know him by his spirit. I've been washed in his blood. And I'm standing on his promises. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. <laughs> There's no savior like this Jesus. He is the only savior. Appreciate Brother Williams as we all stand together and honor the man of the Lord tonight as he comes. Amen. To preach and to minister to us. We love this man. Appreciate him. Uh, we don't know him as personally as we'd like to, but we've been around enough, amen, and heard enough. And so we're just so thankful he would come and take out time. Uh, I'm going to tell on him a little bit. Uh, first time I text him, and uh, he said, well, and I may, we may have actually talked. I don't remember. Anyway, I know he said, hey, he said, brother, he said, it's going to be over to next year. <laughs> and he asked me, he asked me the question. He said, you want me to put you on the list? I said, yes, sir. Get us on the list somewhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God. And so we're just honored that he's seen fit, amen, to come and be with us. I'm telling you, we're just blessed, amen, to have the Brother Williams to come and his family. And uh, we want him to come. You feel at home. You obey the Holy Ghost. Love you, brother. Come on. God bless him. Let's give him a good bend there. Welcome to this pulpit tonight. Love you, brother. Amen. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord in the house. Come on, clap your hands and praise him. Lift up your voice. Come on, declare that God is worthy. Declare he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's good to know that in a world of darkness and decadence and despair and depression, that this earth is temporary. Amen. Anybody on their way to heaven tonight? Come on, anybody on their way to heaven tonight, I want to I know how it feels. Come on, to sit at the feet of the master. Amen. To sit by the tree of life, to walk the streets of gold. Amen. No sorrow, no pain, no worry, no tears. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord if you're thankful for his spirit. Amen. If you're thankful for his spirit, his power, his love, his mercy. Amen. 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 We're grateful to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. In a Wednesday night midweek service. Somebody say amen. 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 After long days work of kicking off the boots and playing in the fields and having a long, long, long day. Amen. In the middle of the week, praise God, is glad to be in church. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in church and we are honored tonight. Amen. Here for the first time, my family and I, my wife and my, and my son, I am tremendously blessed, amen, as a preacher to have them travel with me. Amen. But we're glad to be in Mississippi tonight. Praise God. Amen. I love your pastor. Amen. We've, we've known each other and made acquaintance several times in meeting, and uh, I appreciate him, his spirit. Amen. Anybody thankful for your pastor and his family tonight? Amen. 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 I appreciate him. Amen. You are blessed to have a man. There's a spirit about him that he just loves people. Amen. And, and that I believe that God has given you a man after his heart. Amen. A man after his heart. If I, if I can tonight, I, I have been preaching a little bit. I, I do like the monitors a little bit hotter if I can get them. Amen. My voice may not hold up. Praise God. 
traveling from California to this, to the deep south, the humidity, that's like a sauna 24-7. Amen. That'll get you. Amen. Anybody ready to have church tonight? Amen. 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 If you're wondering if I'm comfortable or not, just know that I'm a country boy in a suit. Praise God. Don't let this suit fool you. Do not let this suit fool you. Amen. If I can be in some lacrosse boots and camo, and you put me in a deer stand with a Matthews Hateline 32 in my hand, I feel just right. Amen. I feel my help in the house right now. Praise God. All the visitors, so glad that you're here tonight. All the visitors know that I am a visiting preacher. You might not like how I preach. I might just, just bomb this thing tonight. And you say, man, I don't know why they called him. Amen. But if you're a visitor, don't be afraid. You could come back next week. Amen. And hear pastor preach. Praise God. Amen. I'm just visiting just like you. So take it easy on me tonight. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 for your consideration. Amen. While you're turning there, so good that you guys have, have taken good care of our friends. Amen. The berries, Brother Braden and Savannah Berry, Sister Savannah, is a transplant from our youth group at the home church. Amen. Amen. And we love them dearly. They're like, they're like family to us. She's like a little sister to my wife and I. We love them. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20 for your consideration. When the church has it, say amen. Amen. If you still turn and say, hold on a minute. See, nobody wants to say that because you don't want nobody to know you're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this long enough to know that. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20. The Bible says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power. Somebody shout power. Come on, do it again. Shout power. According to the power that worketh in us. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, it's in you. Come on, say it again. It's in you. According to the power that worketh in us. I feel the Lord pressing me in my spirit tonight. I, as a traveling preacher, traveling from place to place, trying to disseminate the word of God and bring strength and bring revival wherever the Lord will lead us. I, I feel like a traveling salesman tonight. And if you ask me what I'm selling, somebody say, what are you selling? Come on, ask me like you really want to know. What are you selling? I'm selling expectancy tonight. I'm selling expectancy. Because if I can convince you that God can work a miracle in your world tonight, Somebody can leave here different than you came. I said, I'm selling expectancy tonight. Because if you came here sick in body and you believe God can heal you, you will. I said, you will leave healed. So I'm selling expectancy tonight and being a salesman is not easy. Amen. So with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to convince some folks that God is able to work in your world tonight. Amen. Somebody clap your hands and lift up your voice in the house. Come on, clap your hands like you believe God can move. Come on, just close your eyes and clap your hands and believe that God can work in this sanctuary. God, we lift up your name. We lift up your voice. God, we lift our voice. God, proclaiming that you're able to do exceeding. 
abundantly above all we can ask or thank God in our weakness and our sickness God in our despair and our depression and our weariness God you're able to move in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on clap your hands with all you have I feel the Holy Ghost working right now. Come on, let the Holy Ghost move. God, let your spirit, God, fill this house. God, let your anointing fill my lips. God, let your people be touched by your word in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to minister with the Lord's help tonight and disseminate the clearer spirit in this house and tell somebody, just reach. Somebody say, just reach. Just reach, there is more. Just reach, there is more. If you promise not to fall asleep on me tonight, you may be seated in Jesus' name. Just reach, somebody shout, just reach, there is more. There is more. I thank God for midweek services because the truth be told we can't make it from Sunday to Sunday it's not possible if if the devil perches on your shoulders long enough you might believe that lie but I just want to tell you that he'll beat you up just from Sunday to Sunday and I'm thankful tonight that we have the opportunity to come in the house and hear the word of the Lord and and sing and worship and praise God because there are times that on a Sunday, we leave the house of God after God has touched us and the word has moved on our hearts. And by the time you get to work Monday, somebody shout Monday. You're saying, God, what didn't happen? Let the church say amen. Because when you walk out of those double doors, the devil's waiting on you. The Bible talks about the sower of the seeds and when the word of God goes forth and the seeds are sown and our heart to devour the enemy soon as you step your big toe out of the sanctuary. He's waiting to steal that word. He's waiting to steal that joy. And it's a long way to Sunday again. So tonight I pray that wherever you are, whatever's going on in your world, that the Lord will speak to you tonight if you will let him. We live in dark times. We live in a dark world. And Truth be told, our world, individually, from house to house, sometimes life is just downright rough. Somebody nod your head if you know what I'm talking about. It's rough, it's rough. You're working day in and day out trying to make ends meet. You're, you're trying to live for God the best way you can. And sometimes we hit roadblocks and we hit stumbling blocks and we hit, we hit ditches and pitfalls. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you drag yourself to the house of God trying to find strength, trying to drum up hope. And I, I pray that hope will get a hold of your spirit tonight. And I pray that God will speak to you tonight because there is hope. There's hope. There's hope in knowing that God can do more than you think he can do. There's hope in knowing that God can work in your life and do way more than you think he can do. Somebody shout amen. 
And I, I want to minister tonight and help somebody and present the word of God and I in a way that would make sense to you, in a way that will speak to you. If you have a Bible, which I believe we all do, if you have a Bible, the Bible is useless unless you learn how to take the pages of Scripture and find yourself in the Scripture. The Word of God is useless unless you take the text and insert yourself into the text. And so I want you to just put on your imagination tonight. I want you to just think real hard in your mind. I want to take you to 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 10. And this text of Scripture, 1 Kings 17 and 10, this text of Scripture is concerning a familiar passage of Scripture about the prophet Elijah as it pertains to him being in a famine. Anybody knows what a dark place is like? Come on, anybody have been through a pandemic recently know what a dark place is like? He was in the midst of a famine and there is an equation in this passage of scripture that can help us in our world tonight and I want to preach about reaching. Elijah is in this famine. The brook of Cherith had just dried up and God commanded him to go to the city of Zarephath and there there was a widow that God had caused that would sustain him throughout the famine. But as he came to the city's gates in verse number 10, the Bible says that as he entered in Zarephath, that there in the city's gates there was a widow woman. And this widow woman was going about her daily activities, and she was doing something very peculiar, Brother Moore. The Bible says that she was in the city's gates, and there in the gate she found herself picking up sticks. Everybody say sticks. And as she's picking up sticks, the Bible says that Elijah called unto her, and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel. And you got to understand that in a drought, you're trying to figure out where in the world he's getting this water from. And as she was to be obedient to the word of the prophet, she turns and he calls to her again. And said, ma'am, fetch me, I pray thee, a little bread, morsel of bread in thy hand. And at the request of bread, somebody say bread. bread, something in her mind was a little upset and disturbed because she looked at him in this famine, in this dry place, in this dark place, and she said, Sir, as the Lord liveth, I have not a cake. In other words, in country terms, she said, I ain't got no bread. I can't help you much. In fact, I'm picking up these two sticks. Everybody shout sticks. I'm picking up these two sticks because I plan to build a fire because all I have left in my house, somebody say in my house, I, all I have in my house is a little handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise and I'm picking up these two sticks because I'm planning on going home and baking me and my boy a cake. And we are going to eat this cake and we're going to eat it. And it's going to be our last meal and we're going to die. 
It's all right if I just take my time tonight. And something, something rose up in the prophet and he told her, he said, the Lord spoke to me. I'm speaking to you right now from the Lord. The Lord spoke to me and said, if you make me a cake first. If you make me a cake first. He said, the meal and the barrel will not waste. And the oil and the cruise will not fail. Can I just tell somebody right now in the Holy Ghost, you got to keep putting God first. I say, you got to keep putting God first. I know it might be dark and dim and the money might be running low. But if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I said in his righteousness. Hey, you won't run out of bill. You won't run out of oil if God is put first. He said, put me first and, and you won't have to worry about anything. But that's not real, really the trouble. Because the trouble is in her mind, her mind was already made up, brother Moore. She made up in her mind, this is it. There's no chance. There's no hope. I don't have anything left to hold on to. I don't even know why. I don't even know why you're asking me for anything because I don't have enough for myself. Can I tell somebody there are days in our world that we wake up and saying, I don't have a prayer left. I don't have enough tears in my tear ducts to even cry anymore. I'm preaching to you right now. I don't have money left in the bank. I don't have food left in my fridge. I don't have strength left in my body. But I've come to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost uh, that if you reach way down in your spirit, uh, there's more inside of you uh, than you think there is. Oh, I'm going to say it again for the church in the back in case you can't hear me. Uh, I said if you reach way down in your spirit, uh, there's more strength left in you uh, than you think there is. Uh, There's more faith left in you uh, than you think there is. Uh, There's more hope in the house for you uh, than you think. Oh, somebody ought to clap your hands and lift up your voice. There is more. Somebody shout, there is more. There is more. I understand in your mind you're saying, well, preacher, I've been praying for the same thing and nothing's happened yet. I'm losing faith. I'm losing grip. I'm losing hope. But I've come to tell some sister and some brother in the house, you just reach down deep in your soul. There's a scoop left of faith for you. There's a handful of faith still left in your soul. There's some strength left in your bones. There's some hope left in your spirit. But it's hard to believe there's hope when you got full grip on the sticks. It's all right if I just preach to you for a little while. The Bible says that it's better to give than it is to receive. And sometimes we say, God, I I, want to do more for the church. God, I want to give more to the church. I'm doing all I can. I'm running out of energy. I'm running out of strength. I'm running out of resources. And you think that somehow holding on with a firm grip to what you have left is how you're going to make it. 
But can I submit to you the idea that when you give everything you have to God, you're going to always have more than enough. When you said, God, I don't feel like going to church tonight, and you put your shoes on and come anyway, that's when God worked. I said that's when God does his best work when you drag yourself from working in the field all day and you said God I'm going to kick off my boots and put on my suit and I'm going to the house of God that's when God does his best work I don't know if you hear me right now when you drag yourself to prayer meeting and you, and you said God I'm going to pray one more time that's when God does his best work he said I'm showing up with more than you expected me to I'm showing up with more than you thought yeah but you you got to let go of sticks because in her mind she said I, I got these two sticks and I'm going to make my last cake. But the devil's telling somebody there, you might as well give up some hope. This is it. It ain't going to happen for you. But can I tell you, this ain't your last church service. You need to get here next week because God's still been too good. This ain't your last chance to worship. This ain't your last opportunity to get in tune with God. Don't let her run by herself. This ain't your last chance to reach down deep and get some strength when you don't have none. You can lift up your hands and reach out to God. Just reach, just reach. This. Just reach, there's more. Somebody shout, there's more. Yeah, you know, you know, preaching like this, people like preaching like this. But then deep down on the inside, they really don't like preaching like this. Because, preacher, you really don't know what you're talking about. You ain't seen my bills at the whole church say amen. Preacher, you don't know my marriage is like you don't live with my wife. I ain't going to get no brothers in trouble tonight, praise God. Preacher, you don't, go, you don't know what's going on in my world. You can't even extrapolate understanding of what I'm dealing with. I don't know, but God does. I'm going to say it again. Now unto him... That is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think. But you got to understand it's way down deep on the inside of you. If you feel like God's not hearing you, you need to have an old-fashioned Pentecostal prayer meeting in your living room. And reach down deep. You need to kick back your feet in your recliner and say, God, I ain't getting up until I hear a voice from heaven. I'm not moving from this seat until I feel the Spirit I feel the Holy Ghost right now. You need to pull back the covers on the adversary and say, you've been lying to me too long. There's more in me. There's more strength in me. There's more faith in me. There's more hope in me. You got to understand what this scenario of Scripture really looks like. Because your pastor, Brother Moore, is doing all this preaching and shouting and hooplying and, and carry it on in a pulpit. Uh, and you're saying, look at your hands. Let me see your hands. I got two sticks. I got a barrel mill. I got all in the cruise. And all you got is a word for me, preacher. 
That's all you got is a word. But ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you, if you got a word from God, uh, you got more than you think you have. Uh, if God gave you a promise, I don't care if it was in 1999, uh, you better put it in your back pocket uh, and know that God can still work any day you wake up. Uh, you better believe that God can still work uh, any day your feet hit the floor. Uh, you better believe that God can still do it. Am I preaching all right tonight? I had to come out my jacket so I could preach a little better for you. Yeah, because you say, you said, preacher, I got more than you have. I got, I got two sticks. I got, a little, I got a little meal in my barrel. I got a little oil in my cruise, but it's a little bit what you really want. Because I venture, I want more than a little bit. I want, anybody want more in the house? I said, I want more than a little bit of joy. I want more than a little bit of peace of mind. I want the joy of the Lord that is my strength. I want a peace from God that surpasses all understanding. I want more. I want more. I want more. And something happened to this lady. She realized that if she traded with the preacher, he's given her a word and all, all she has to give him is bread. In her mind, she may say, well, I need that bread. But can I tell you what Matthew 4 and 4 says? Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. I'm telling you, you might not can pay your bills, but as long as you got a church, you're going to be all right. I'm going to say it again in case the devil didn't hear me. You might not be making ends meet, but you just meet God at the house of God and you're going to be all right. You might not be making things work, but you just worship a little bit and there is more. There is more. There is more. The Braden, can you help me? Can you help me, please? You got to understand that when you put God first and you give God your best effort and you go beyond what you think makes sense. That's when God begins to work. You may be seated. I want to talk to you for a little while. That's all right. Thank you for standing. No, you're with me. Praise God. I got some help in the house. See, the fact of the matter is sometimes we make things spiritual or not, that are not really that spiritual. Now, I know I really got your attention. You know, being tired on a Wednesday night after a long day's work, ain't nothing spiritual about that. It's called being human. The devil's not attacking you because you're tired. You worked all day. That's human. It's all right if I just help somebody right now. There ain't nothing spiritual. I'll be about being hungry on a fast. I'm hurting some of y'all feelings right now. Sis, you're not eating. You're supposed to be hungry. But what becomes spiritual is when you allow the flesh which warred against the spirit to interrupt what God is trying to do and you let the flesh win. 
I'm going to say it again in case you're not hearing what I'm telling you. It may not be spiritual to be tired on a Wednesday night, but if you let your weariness block your worship, then you're interrupting what God is trying to do. And all I'm trying to tell you is you better reach down past your weariness and worship God anyway. You better reach past your weariness. I don't know if you hear me right now. You ought to take about 15 seconds and worship God just because you're tired. Worship God just because you're weary. Worship God just because you're broken. Worship God just because you're sick. Hey, I feel the Holy Ghost. You feel that, don't you? That's what happens when you reach. When you reach. When you reach. When you reach, there is more than you thought you had. Oh, you ought to clap your hands and worship God. Hey, you ought to clap your hands and lift up your voice. The spirit of worship would tell you there's more strength in you. There's more life in you. There's more. And you'll find that when you reach, somebody say reach. You're going to find there's more to reach for. The Bible says that prophet said if you put God first, if you worship God when you're tired, somebody say amen. amen. When you're giving the offering and you don't and your bills ain't paid, God gonna, God's gonna take care of you. I know gas is $2.79 a gallon, but if you just keep coming to church with high gas anyway, God's gonna bless somebody in the house. This might be too plain a preaching. I don't know what I'm doing, but. I hope I'm helping somebody. She said, I got a handful of, ooh, that stuff is white. I asked for cornbread, but man, this is about to get messy. I got a handful of meal. That's what I'm holding on to. This is, this is my last hope right here. And something happened to this lady. This might have been a mistake. <laughs> Praise God for props. Praise God. I'm just going to leave my hand right here. I was going to walk, but that's a bad idea. But the Braden said, y'all got a vacuum. He's going to be the one vacuuming. <laughs> but hear this. When she gave God more than what she thought she had. The Bible says that the meal did not run out for the entirety of the famine. Now you might not understand what that's like, but let me just, let me just put you in her shoes for a minute. All I have is a handful. And God, I'm trusting that when I give you this handful, you're going to do something with it. But there's always in the back of our mind, brother Moore, an apprehension and a doubt that what if I give God all that I have left and he lets me down? Mm -hmm. what, if, what, if I got, what if I give God my last dollar in tithing? You say, God, if I pay these tithes, I can't pay my bills. What if, I, what if my bills don't get paid? There's always an apprehension and a doubt. And I can imagine in my mind, and Brother Moore, that she goes over after she's given the prophet the cake yesterday. 
She goes to the barrel mill that she only had one hand full yesterday. But can I tell you, I'm so glad that we serve a God that's the same yesterday and today. Y'all ain't, ain't buying what I'm selling yet. And forever. That means if he did it yesterday, he can do it. Y'all still ain't buying what I'm selling. That means if God worked a miracle for you one time, he's the God of the encore. He can show up on your doorsteps again with a miracle. He can heal your body again with a miracle. He can save your children. And I can see, I can see her with apprehension in her spirit. Kind of reaching for that barrel, scared. Lord, please let there be something else in here. What's that? I got another handful. That's, is that possible? Sometimes God does something for you, and you try to convince yourself it wasn't God. There's no way God did that. There's no way God didn't move that fast, did he? But you need to tell the devil he's a liar. Say, it ain't nobody but God. It ain't nobody but God that you're still alive. It ain't nobody but God you still got a job. It ain't nobody but God you still paying your bills. In the middle of a pandemic, it's God. It's God because there's always more. And she probably felt a little good. I had a handful today. She probably went to that kitchen, that, like, that kitchen with her apron on and she had a little skip in her step. I got a little cake today. But then the devil gets on her back. and said, it's still tomorrow. I'm preaching to somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. It's still tomorrow. But the last time I checked, Jesus said, don't take no thought for tomorrow. Hey, you stop wearing yourself crazy, pulling your hair out, uh, the hair you, you ain't even got left, uh, and tell the devil, I ain't worried about what you're telling me in my ear. Uh, all I'm thinking about is the fact uh, that God is able to do exceeding uh, abundantly above all uh, that I can ask or think. Uh, I even think about it yet, uh, and God's already doing it. Uh, I don't even know what I need yet, uh, and God's already doing it. But what about tomorrow? I guess I'll go check the barrel. Yes. The Ferguson, she, she, she tips over there. Reaches out that hand. No way. God did it again. God did it again. 
Can I tell you, if God fill you with the Holy Ghost, he can refill you with the Holy Ghost. Uh, can I tell you, if God saved you, uh, he can save your grandbabies. Uh, if God saved you, uh, he can deliver your, your drug. Your drug addict. Hey, I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm telling you, God can do more. Uh, he can do more. Uh, but you got to reach for it. Uh, you got to reach for it. Uh, you got to reach for it. I'm done preaching and here it is. There's a parallel of scripture that's repeated. There's something that's talked about again and again. Because the second time that this happened was with another prophet and another widow. Because you fast forward to the second book of Kings chapter 4 verse 1. Bible talks about the widow that she just lost her husband and the creditors were now coming to take her two boys from her. She's trying to make ends meet, trying to pay the bills and they ain't meeting. And she sees the prophet Elisha, the successor of Elijah. And he asks her the same question that Elijah asked the widow but this time, she, he, she, he, he asked her, what is it that you have in your house? Can I tell somebody right now, you feel like you have nothing left. And that is the response that she had. She said, I have nothing. I'm preaching to somebody in the Holy Ghost. I don't have faith left, preacher. I don't have hope left. I don't have joy left. I don't have peace left. I don't have friends left. I don't have family left. I don't have nothing left. I have nothing. But then she thinks. Then she thinks and says, but on second thought, I do have a little, little oil in a vessel. I pray y'all buy what I'm telling in the next three minutes. Because I'm telling you the truth right now. There's more, than, there's more, there's more, there's more than what you think it is. She said, but I, I've tucked this little vessel away in the corner for hard times. And I don't even know what to use it for. That I, I got a little oil, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. The prophet said, I'll tell you what you do. You get all the empty vessels you can get. He said, and you stack them up in your house. He said, you shut the door on you and your boys. Because I don't want nobody doubting and creeping in and trying to figure out what's going on when God starts working a miracle. Hey, when you show up on a job with a new truck, everybody's trying to figure out what in the world, how in the world they even qualify with their credit to get a truck like that. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, I came to church and I reached a little bit uh, and I found out that there was more credit than I thought I had. I'm making myself feel good tonight. know what to do but when you know that is very interesting and I'm done preaching we can stand to our feet it's very interesting 
and we could come play softly. We're going to pray in this house. It's very interesting that in the Bible, when the Bible refers to oil, the anointing of oil and oil flowing from Aaron's beard and the, the oil, the oil that, that we lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, that the oil is synonymous with the spirit. Somebody say the spirit. Come on, somebody say the Holy Ghost. And there's something in my mind that, that just gets a hold of me. That just makes me want to shout, Brother Moore. Because this whole time she's saying, I have nothing in my house. I don't have anything. She said, I have nothing but this all. Ladies and gentlemen, if all you have is the Holy Ghost, that's all you need. I, I don't think y'all buying what I'm selling yet. I said, if all you got is the Spirit of God, uh, and you can lift up your hands in the house of God uh, and say, God, I need you to work a miracle right now. Uh, that's all you need. Because when I reach, when I reach, when I reach, there's more deep down inside than I think it is. Is there anybody in the house that know what it feels like to be running out of faith? Anybody besides myself know what it feels like to be running out of faith? I'm running on empty. I'm running on fumes. I'm trying to make it from day to day. I can't make it to Thursday morning. <laughs> but I just want to tell you there's more in this house tonight. There's more in this sanctuary right now. Yeah, you, you, you don't understand because we look not to the things which are seen for the things which are seen are temporal. But we look to the things which are not seen for the things which are not seen are eternal. Can I tell you there's more that's happening in this atmosphere right now uh, than light bulbs and ceilings and pulpits and drums. Uh, it's more than just singing. It's more than just preaching. Uh, it's more. It's more. It's more. Uh, it's more happening here uh, because God's in the midst. Uh, I said the miracle worker's in the midst. Uh, I said God Almighty. Uh, God Almighty. Uh, the God of heaven and earth. Uh, he's in the house. Uh, and if you reach up your hands uh, to God, there is more. Hey, you ought to try it right now. You ought to lift up your hands in the sanctuary and say, God, I need more strength. God, I need more strength. I need peace. I need grace. I need faith. I need money. I need help. I need God. Hey, you ought to lift up your voice right now in the house. Come on, close your eyes and pray a little bit. Come on, close your eyes and pray a little bit. Come on, let a spirit of prayer get a hold of your mind and say, God, I'm going to pray with more fervency because there's more in me. There's more in me. There's more in me. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. Come on, we don't need a morgue for a prayer meeting. We don't need a mortuary in the sanctuary. We need our voices raised to God and saying, God, I believe you're able. You're able. You're able to do it. You're able to do it. You're able to do it. 
Come on, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, you ought to dig deep in your spirit. Come on, you ought to pray in the spirit. Come on, you ought to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Dig down deep. Come on, reach down way deep. Come on, you ain't lose the Holy Ghost. It's way down deep on the inside of you. Come on, stir up the gift. Come on, stir up the gift. Come on, stir up the gift. Come on, I need about five people to be bold in spirit and come to the altar and reach a little bit. Say, I'm reaching down to God. I'm too tired. I'm too tired to do it myself. I'm too weary to do it myself. I'm broken. I'm weary. I'm empty. And I need God. Come on, that's it. Lift up your voice. Come on, fall on your face. Come on, reach down deep in the Holy Ghost. Come on, reach down deep in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody ought to let them tears out and say, God, I don't know if I can make it. And God's saying, reach. Just reach. Just reach. There is more. That's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, it's going to be taken care of. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let something happen in your spirit. Come on, let something happen in your spirit. Come on, sis, reach. Come on, reach for your children. Come on, reach for your job. Come on, reach for your finances. Come on, reach for your marriage. That's it, something's happening. Come on, something's happening in this midweek service. Come on, the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's it, sis. The Holy Ghost is upon you right now. That's it, that's the Spirit of God trying to speak to you. That's it. That's it, just let it out, just let it flow. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, Lord, she's on my last leg. God, she's coming right now, Lord, fill her up. That's it, come on, God, fill you with the Spirit. Come on, fill her up, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus, come on, that's the Holy Ghost. Come on, those stammering lips, that's the Holy Ghost trying to get a hold of you. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in the house right now. That's it right there, let it flow. That's it right there, let it, that, that's it, that's it. Come on, you need the Spirit of God to make it till Friday. You need the Spirit of God to make it till next week. I need your Spirit. I need your Spirit. I need your Spirit. Come on, somebody ought to pray right now. Come on, let the spirit flow right now. Come on, somebody ought to pray right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is flowing. Come on, let the Holy Ghost flow. Come on, I need the old-fashioned spirit of Pentecost to flow in the house. 
God's filling up empty vessels. God's filling up empty vessels. That's it. God's filling up empty vessels. Hey, I need some prayer warriors to pray. Come on, she's praying in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, I need some prayer warriors to pray. Come on, you need God to work out your bills. You ought to be praying. Oh, yeah. Come on, sickness has to leave. Come on, fear has to leave. Come on, doubt has to go. Come on, weariness and depression. It has to leave. It has to break. In the name of Jesus, I'm not going to be depressed no more. I'm not going to be weary no more. Come on, pray. Come on, reach. Come on, reach. Come on, reach. Come on, pray further than you normally pray. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here. Come on, I need some brothers to pray. Come on, I need some brothers to pray. Come on, let the Holy Ghost work. Come on, it's working down in you. Come on, let it build. Come on, let it stir up. Come on, stir up a spirit deep down, way down deep. Reach, 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 reach. Come on, church, pray. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in the house. Come on, let go of your sticks. Come on, let go of your doubt. Come on, you got to say, devil, get behind me, Satan. Come on, the blood of Jesus is against you. I'm not doubting. I'm believing God. I believe in God. I'm going to be a different man. I'm going to be a different woman. I'm going to be different. That's it, sir. Reach to God. That's it, sir. Reach to God. Come on, that's it. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, reach. Come on, reach for God. Come on, when you reach, there's more strength than you came here with. When you reach, there's more peace than you came. Come on, you ought to reach over to your neighbor right now and pray for him. Come on, I don't know what you're going through, but we're going to reach together. Come on, I don't know what you're dealing with, but we're going to reach together. I'm going, to, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going where God has taken me. I'm going to the land of more. I'm going to the land where there's more.
Come on, the spirit of worship ought to fill this house. Come on, you ought to clap your hands and thank God that his spirit is moving. Come on, there's more. Come on, revival is here. Come on, revival is here. Come on, revival is here. Now I said somebody ought, to, somebody ought to get their shout back right now. You ought to get your shout back right now. Come on, I still got a shout left. I still got a dance left. I still got a praise left. Come on, anybody rejoicing, there's more. Come on, the Spirit of God is still moving. The Spirit of God is still working. The Spirit of God is still moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need some victory. I need more. I need some victory. I need more. Come on, if you need more, you ought to be praising God for more. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, I hear. I hear more. 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 Yeah, more. There's more strength in the house. I said there's more peace in the house. There's more faith in the house. My God, my God, my God, my God. Come on, you came just for a midweek service. But God said there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Somebody's reaching in a barrel, and there's more in the barrel. Come on, somebody's reaching in a barrel, and there's more in the barrel. figure out what's happening right now I'll tell you what's happening more is happening than what you thought would happen I feel it I feel it I feel it come on there's something like the Holy Ghost there's nothing like the Holy Ghost there's nothing Somebody shout.
feel God. I came to feel God. I came to reach God. right now come on chains are falling off right now come on every bondage every addiction every stronghold is being broken right now Reach out for more. Reach out for more.
expect you in the house of God. Hallelujah. Anybody got any expectation in the house of God on this Wednesday night? On this Wednesday night, I can get the Holy Ghost. On this Wednesday night, I can leave with a miracle. On this Wednesday night, I can leave different than I've ever been in all my born days. Our God's alive and well and he's on the move and the bed down Mississippi. You may not even have two sticks, but you got a tongue, and you can ask him. Hallelujah, you can't even ask something big enough. Amen, bigger than this God. Hallelujah, because he can fulfill the bill, especially when you pray it in his name and in his will. That's the reason we believe that God's going to touch Montana. I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to leave for that. What other hope she's got? 20 years of age. Strapped in a bed. Oh, some bad choices, I agree. But I made some bad ones too. And I could have been wound up in the same situation. And you know what? I'd want somebody to pray for me. I'd want somebody to cry out for the mercy of God. I'd want somebody, amen, to join with three others and pressure their way in, amen, to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I tell you, we can do it on a regular basis. And if you keep knocking, guess who's going to show up? Guess who's going to do something? Hallelujah. When all the world says it can't happen, I'm here to tell you, God says it can. He called it to live one time. He can do it the same. He called Clive to come back. He can call Hope to come back. He called Shaw to come back. Send it, Jesus. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. We need an old-fashioned moving of the joy of the God that we serve. specials on Wednesday night, but guess what? So it's God Almighty called Jesus Christ. He's offering his specials, amen, on a Wednesday night like this to do the miraculous and the supernatural for each and every one of us. Faith. Well, I like that. That's not all. She didn't amen have to have enough now just for her, her and her son. There was a preacher that was staying at the same house. Took a little bit more meal. <laughs> and God supplied. And God supplied. Because she's willing to hear the man of God and take him at his word. <laughs>
Thank God we got ministers like this to still come to the pulpit. They probably nobody in this building any tired than what this man's been. Traveling, preaching, warring against devils, warring against the spiritual realms. And that's the reason he can bless men that sells them out like that. That's what you and I've got to do. Sell out on the same way in the same turn. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it. They seekers. We're in it. Revival. Revival. Uh, won't surprise me one bit. This becomes a gate and a doorway. Ricky Breland was here, but there's about this many more of their spiritual leaders that were invited. The threat Corona hindered some of that, but it won't be around long. He don't have a clue what I'm talking about. I may fill him in just a little while. <laughs> I believe God's going to do something. God's wanting to do something. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. On this Wednesday night. What a response. That's it, Sister Terry. Just go ahead. <laughs> Good Holy Ghost drunk on a Wednesday night. How about that? <laughs> stirring up gifts. Stirring up calls. Stirring up life and energy in us for His kingdom. For His glory. Amen, amen, amen. What a touch of the Lord. What a message we've heard here tonight. Thank God for it. Thank this good evangelist man for the word, the presence of the Lord, and the touch of God in this house. The Dylan, you just keep doing what you're doing. Bible says precept upon precept, line upon line. You let God work it out. Amen. You let God work it out. Let's continue to pray for those. Uh, there'll be several on the road in the morning going to New Orleans. St. Sybil's funeral will be coming back here at 4 o'clock to bury her. So a lot of traveling tomorrow, a lot of things going on. So let's keep that family in prayer. Continue to pray for Brother Barry and Brother Brennan and them. Having a good time, having great moves of God over in Africa. Let's continue to pray for them. Everything's going well over there. And uh, they would continue. Also, they would make it back safely. Praise God, make it back safely. Let's pray that they definitely wouldn't, um, they get tested for corona, that that wouldn't happen. Amen, that they can fly on back and won't be held up for 10 days somewhere or something of that nature. So let's pray for that. We know it's kind of sticking its head back up. So let's pray about that. Let's pray, you know, God's working. He knows. And uh, so we just, amen, it's time to, time to tell that crow eat. It's time to tell him eat crow. I ain't talking about God. I'm talking about the devil. I'm ready to tell Corona to eat crow. Amen, amen. Love you. I really do and appreciate you and your response here tonight. God bless each one of you. And uh, let's lift up one another. Let's keep encouraging one another, praying for one another. God's working. Let him use you. You out there on them highways and byways, don't stifle the Holy Ghost. If he prompts you, obey it. Man, that right there is what moves people to come to the house of God. Man, they need it. They need this. Need it. This is what they need. Love you. Appreciate you. Any other announcements? I don't think. Hopefully I'm not. Again, it's good to see all of you in the house of the Lord. Appreciate all of our guests being here. God bless you tonight. Appreciate you so much. God bless you.
Let, let me let make this now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brother Odom is not going to be with us this weekend. We, we figured the best thing to do. He had a couple of birthdays, different things that's going on. And he's always got his schedule so packed, uh, just like this good man here. And um, so we felt together that if, if by chance if something came up and we several was going to be out and we had to cancel, amen, at least this way it would just be the normal services. So we'll just be back normal services Sunday. And uh, prayerfully that's where it's going to happen. Then he'll be back with us the 31st and August the 1st, which is two weeks from this weekend. So we just, we're just pushing it forward for two weeks, okay? And he'll be back on that Saturday night at 7 and then Sunday morning at 11, okay? So if you've invited somebody, please try to get the word to them uh, that it's just going to be pushed forward for about two weeks, okay? All right. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.